Welcome to the Mastery Matrix podcast. I am your host, Kyrie, and on this side of the podcast world, we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery, and build our mind, body, spirit, and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready, guys, because I am. Let's go. Business building at the end of the day is personal development on steroids. I know I always say this, but it is the absolute truth. And when I look at the journey that entrepreneurs go through, whether um, they're starting their business and are going through the phases of figuring out themselves, but also the products that they're selling and who they're selling it to, et cetera, and looking at it from the perspective of people who have been doing business for 10, 15, 20 years successfully, People always go through the same cycles in order to get to the next level, right? And I always draw my personal development. I always draw the concepts that I'm looking at and understanding, um, you know, the process of what it takes to really grow from my personal experience, but also looking at how my clients are evolving and what are the things that they're facing, right? And what are the patterns that I'm seeing uh, across industries, across, you know, price points of offers, across types of businesses, and what are those traits that people are showing at different phases of their, the business? And what happens when they succeed versus what happens when they fail? Like, what is the process that gets them to success versus the process that keeps them stuck? Okay. And I wanted to bring to you this episode on the topic of breaking your own barriers and your own boundaries, because I was rereading um, this little booklet from Dan Sullivan, where he presents the 4C formula. And I think that that is, if that's something you've never uh, taken a look at, I will put the link here. I'm not even affiliated with Dan Sullivan, but I think that that little booklet is so powerful. Um, I will put the description in the description, the link where you can get it like for free, literally just give them your email address if you want to. But basically what the formula is, the 4C formula, it's a growth formula for entrepreneurs. It is how you get from where you are right now to the next level and then how you can get from that next level to the level after that, right? And if we are able to understand that, if you as a business owner are able to understand this concept, it will make your business journey so much more enjoyable. It will make your personal life so much more enjoyable and it will make everything in terms of the emotions that you go through as you're building your business so much clearer and more predictable in a sense, right? Because I feel like what gets entrepreneurs tripped up or anybody for that matter, but I I, I love to speak uh, of entrepreneurship because entrepreneurship is a bunch of changes one after the other. And humans do typically do not like changes, right? That's why we struggle. And with entrepreneurship, if you're able to understand what these changes mean, in your business journey and how to navigate them at a, on a personal level, then success is pretty much inevitable if you stay persistent, if you keep you know, playing the game, okay? Versus, uh, and I'll give you some examples of when we're not able to go through these phases, what happens in those cases and how it shows up in our life. Now, to kind of illustrate this 4C formula, 
for me, I think the most poignant, even as I was rereading it recently, I kept thinking about my martial arts exam that I did last year, because this was since my illness, I would say this was the most emotionally and physically draining experience that I ever had. And yet it was one of the most fulfilling thing I have ever done. Okay. When I uh, prepared for my martial arts exam last year, this was a completely new style of martial arts, of Chinese martial arts that I, have ne I had never done before. And I was preparing directly for the trainer uh, level, right? The black belt, equivalent of black belt everywhere else. And it was something completely new. I had been out of the dojo for pretty much two years because of COVID. Everything was closed. Canada was in really severe lockdowns for, the, for two years in, uh, during COVID. I, everything was so new. So my muscles had to be, you know, put back in, in, in shape. Um, I hadn't sparred with anybody in a while. And one of the big components of, um, my martial art exams at, at this level is a lot of sparring. Like you have to have the physical endurance, the, the, uh, you know, mental agility, all of that stuff. And then the other big piece was I hadn't touched a brick in a while, in several years, right? Probably three years at that point. And what I mean by that is that it's literally like breaking bricks with bare hands. And, um, I hadn't, I hadn't done that in a while. I hadn't trained, uh, during COVID doing that. So the last time I had done it was probably three years prior. So all of that with coming out of COVID and, and preparing this move to Portugal, all of that together was a huge commitment, but I really, 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 really wanted to get this, uh, this other black belt in this other style so that I would, you know, have something to continue training on and potentially teach, once I am in Portugal and also just because I freaking love martial arts. And so I made the commitment. I was like, I am just going to do it. You know, I spoke to uh, my instructor and I was like, I have no idea how I'm going to do this. I need to get back into it. Um, I have less than a year to prepare for this, but I really want to do it. He was like, okay, game on. So this was a year of intense training on top of every, everything else. It was daily trainings for several hours, learning new, uh, new um, what, what would be the word in English, learning new forms, right, with weapons, with bare hands, a completely new style, so a completely new way of, of moving my body, etc. every single day for months and months and months and months and months. And the commitment was the first thing. But once I committed and I realized that the date was coming, it freaked me out, <laughs> You weak, I'm pretty sure you can all relate to in, an instance where you decided to say something and you might have committed to it, with, you know, to other people or in public or whatever, and then you freak out and you're like, how am I going to do this? It is so hard. I don't know if I know how to do this. I don't know if I'm going to embarrass myself, but that's pretty much where I was. And so it took, you know, deciding to pierce through no matter what. And I can tell you, there's many, many times where I cried, where I was on the verge of saying that, you know what, I don't think I should do it now. I'll just postpone it many times. But if there's one thing that I do not like to do is quitting. It, 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 it kills my soul, right? So every single time I just figured out a way to talk to somebody to, uh, you know, 
figure out a way to get out of that emotion in that moment so I could just continue doing one step at a time. And I did enroll a lot of people's help to get this done. And in the end, I was able to pass my exam and not only pass my exam with flying colors, it was, I literally got the feedback that it was probably my most amazing exam that I had ever done, right? So this is a type of thing where it was just me and uh, another martial arts brother of mine. So we trained together and, you know, you're in the middle of the dojo and everyone is sitting and looking at you and it lasts like two to three hours. It's intense. And to be able to be done and receive feedback from the other instructors of how this was probably the most, you know, beautiful exam that they had seen in a while, uh, that we had done a, such an amazing job. And remembering just the tears that I had a few days before that, <laughs> it was so worth it. And better believe that it created such immense confidence in me to tackle the next thing. And this example I want you to take a second and think about when did you experience something like that too, where you committed to something, you had no idea how you were going to do it. You figured out a way to just continue taking one step at a time up until the point where you actually, you know, reached a goal and it really boosted your confidence, right? This is what the formula, the, what, what Dan uh, Sullivan's formula is about, the 4C formula. And I'm going to walk you through it real quick. The 4C formula is basically a four-stage progression. And imagine it being like the square and you're going, you know, clockwise, okay? And the commitment phase, it's stage one. That's the first thing. It's commitment. Then stage two is courage. Stage three is capability and stage four is confidence. So you cannot start going through the process of breaking through your own boundaries and growing until you have committed to achieving something specific, something measurable with a specific date in your future. Once you've made that commitment, then you need courage, right? Courage is going to be required because you have to take actions before you've even acquired the capability to get to the result. So that is courage, right? And then once you've acquired the capability, then you create, you, you, you actually get that because of your commitment and courage and that capability is going to give you confidence, Okay, so let me walk you through the four steps. Number one is where you go from commitment to courage. Commitment will create courage. You cannot have courage without having committed to something that's bigger than what you've done before. So commitment to something new, something bigger, something you've never done, something that's next level for you is going to open up capabilities, going to open up possibilities and it will require that you sell yourself on doing something that you don't yet have the ability to do, or you don't have the capability to pull it off yet, right? And what will happen to all of us when we decide to do something we've never done and we don't feel ready to do is that we're going to face fear and we're going to face lack of confidence. And this is where you know, people will break into two different, like they'll take two different forks of the road, right? One side will be tempted to procrastinate and to put things off, lower the goal, whereas the other group of people is going to just decide to feel the fear and continue moving forward. And that's where courage is required. So when we get to this 
moment where we have the fear, some people will procrastinate and some people will choose courage, right? Of course, what do I suggest that you do? Choose courage. But the, really the difference between the procrastination and the courage is that the procrastinator is going to, going to feel the fear and stop. Whereas the person who is courageous is going to feel the fear and continue moving forward. And this is really being willing to move forward, even if we're not confident. All right. So this is the first step is you made the commitment. The commitment is absolutely necessary. You cannot get to the other phases of your growth if you have not committed to something. And as I said, The commitment has to be specific. This is where you hear people talking about smart goals and all of that stuff. It's It has to be specific. It has to be measurable. It has to be something. Now, here's where I know a lot of people say, oh, it has to be attainable. It has to be achievable. Yes, but it has to pull you out of your comfort zone. If it's not requiring new, requiring new capabilities, you're not going to grow, right? So, Have, be very specific with your commitment and be willing to take your fears, you know, and, you know, be, be, take them in front of you, acknowledge them, process them, but then continue moving forward. This is how you get to the next stage. Now, as I said, commitment creates courage. Courage will create capability. Courage will get you into action. It is where you can determine if this is going to be something that requires short courage or long courage. Long courage is what we tend to do initially, right? It's we, need, we tend to think that we have to do this on our own. Even when I go back to, um, to uh, this martial arts exam, Several years ago, I would have tackled it with the idea that I just need to do it and figure it out and so on. That is how I used to train, right? That requires long courage because it, it requires a lot of time of you figuring stuff out and then trying and failing. And it does require so much more if you think that you have to be the only one doing the thing. Dan Sullivan gives the example of he's... Um, what he's going through right now, which is creating a hundred books in a hundred quarters. That's a huge commitment, but it's so specific, right? Requires a ton of courage because he had no idea how he was going to pull that off. But then thinking about it initially, he, he thought that he had to do the whole thing himself. Now that would take a lot of, of courage over a long period of time. Whereas you can decide to shorten it, right? Short courage is where I would say that you, instead of thinking about the what you have to do, you're thinking about the who. Who can help you? Who can you leverage? Who has maybe already capabilities or can bring their own energy so that you can uh, you know, build momentum and gain capability faster? It's more teamwork. So when it came to my exam, I started like getting help from other people who had mastered that style at a higher level. And literally I would ask, I would beg, <laughs> can you like, when are you available? Can I come and find you where you are? Can you just give me feedback on this form that I'm practicing? Can you show me where I'm, I'm, I'm not being, you know, moving the right way or showing enough strength or, or delivering enough strength, right? Or how can you show me how you do it? So I can emulate. And I would literally 
attend so many classes, extra classes from other instructors, just so I could get a few minutes of their time so I could progress faster. And that is why in a matter of 11 months, I was able to achieve what I achieved. Had I tried to do it on my own, it would have been impossible. But when I decided to enroll everyone else's help, and I was like literally everywhere, <laughs> every single day, I was in a different school, depending on, you know, different people's schedule. Where are you going to be on Thursday? Can I come for like 30 minutes? Like being everywhere with people who could support me, right? And in some cases, I would stay and support their classes in different styles, the ones that I know, etc. right? So, but it was shortening the courage by thinking about the who and leveraging other people, borrowing their their strength, their capabilities, so that I can gain, gain my own capability faster, okay? So the uncomfortable period of courage, you can shorten that by leveraging other people, but also you can shorten that by having a strong commitment. And this point is so important because for a lot of people that I talk to, I do find that their commitment is not strong enough. Like they're not super, either not super clear about what they want to achieve, how they want to achieve it, but and by when, right? Or they're kind of in one foot in and one foot out type of thing. So it's not all or nothing. Like they're not fully, fully, fully committed. And when you're not fully committed, you're going to see that it requires even more courage of you to continue moving forward. So the more specific your goals and your deadlines are, the more uh, achievable your commitment will be and the stronger your commitment will be. And also by writing it down, you'll find that your commitment, um, you, by writing it down, specifically writing it down over and over, like every day, writing it down so you remember it, right? You will find that you have more resolve to get stuff done. And if that commitment is super strong, you will require less courage. This is just something that I've noticed over and over and over and over again. So for me, that's why I love giving myself a specific deadline with something specific, tangible, measurable, because then it is clear. Like there's no if, what, and whens about it. Like it's super, super clear. Okay. And whereas if your commitment is like 75%, like what I see in a lot of people or 50%, we're kind of in, kind of out. It requires so much more courage on a day-to-day basis and motivation to get going. All right. So recap so far, commitment creates courage and courage creates capability. Now, step three, capability creates confidence. Now, we all know this when we acquire a new skill, like when I passed this exam last year, although I was sweaty, I was exhausted. I was stinky from like three hours of intense sweat. What I gained from that new capability was immense confidence. I was like, Oh, I pulled this freaking thing off, right? I pull it off. And that means I can do it again and I can do other things bigger and better, right? So one thing that you get from increased capability is new confidence, bigger confidence. And when you are even in a team situation, you get more capability, 
you're going to find that you're able to support people better. People are going to, you know, uh, uh, rely on you definitely a little bit more. You get more respect, you get more insp- uh, appreciation, admiration, and all of that. But for me, the biggest reward is that confidence that you get. And when you get that confidence, is that when you get that, you have an even better motivation, a stronger motivation to go through this whole process again. And that is what this is all about. It is a muscle. Confidence is a muscle. This is something that I learned over the years. This is this was the area that I struggled with the most growing up was my self-confidence. I was extremely shy. I was extremely reserved, very timid. And one of the big reasons just I didn't feel confident in myself, right? I found that me asking, I tend, I, I used to ask so many questions when I was a kid and people's reactions to those questions, probably because they didn't know the answers, definitely eroded my self-confidence, right? Because I was like, oh, maybe I don't understand or, um, you know, there's something that I'm not getting, right? Now I know that it's because those people didn't have the answers to the questions as well. And so it was easier to make me feel stupid than to acknowledge, you know, that their lack of knowledge, which is totally fine. But I had to deal with that growing up. Self-confidence was a big thing. But what I've learned over the years is that it is a muscle. I used to sit and look at how do these people you know, who have these big businesses or, you know, who've done these incredible things in the world, like how did they have the courage to do it? And it took me so long to understand that you don't just, you're not just born necessarily able to do all of those things, but you learn how to tackle bigger and bigger challenges by becoming bigger, uh, better and better at building your confidence in solving problems. That's how it works, right? And so creating capability by going through this process will boost your confidence big time, which will take you to state four. Confidence creates more commitment. People who increase their confidence will be able to make bigger and bigger commitments, which will lead to bigger and bigger breakthroughs, right? And they do it over and over and over and over again. Now, as I said, this is a muscle And you can repeat this process over and over again. And each time it will require bigger commitments. It will require more courage, but you'll find that you're able to do it, right? Now, this is so important. If you can think of a moment you've done this successfully, every single one of us has. And every single one of us has had instances where we did this, sorry, where we did this, but we stopped where it's you know, where I was talking about procrastination versus courage, we stopped there and we started procrastinating, right? That is one place where people fall off is where we don't gather the necessary commit, the necessary courage to move forward, either because our commitment was not strong enough or we just decided to let fear overtake everything. So that's one place where people fall off. The other place where people fall off is where we've gone through the cycle, right? And we've built the confidence and then we become complacent. And we've all done this in one way, shape, or form where we did something really, really good and we achieved a breakthrough and we're so happy about it. And then we did nothing. And then we did nothing. And that complacency will cause your muscles to, to just weaken, right? And it will make it easier to jump into the next commitment. So that is why when you see people 
finishing one thing and being so drawn to do the next big thing, this is the cycle that's at play. Now, of course, it is important to take some time to take care of yourself and celebrate and so on, but it is also very important to make sure that it doesn't turn into complacency. All right. So this formula is amazing. I love it because number one, it will make you a better leader. It will make you um, someone who is better at innovating, right? Because you can tackle challenges with a new commitment each time. You have a process to actually go through that is predictable, right? And that when where you know what the different steps are. And I find it very interesting and very empowering to actually put a name and a framework around this process because we all go through it. But when we don't know what's going on, it's scarier. Whereas when we know what's going on and we know, oh, okay, I just passed the commitment phase. I'm about to go to capability. And what I need right now is courage then you know that courage is all you need to work on for the time being. And it's going to lead you to capability, right? And if you're thinking, oh, I don't have the confidence yet. Well, yes, I don't have the confidence because I don't have the capability and I don't have the capability yet because I haven't ma- you know, mustered the courage yet. And so that's what I'm going to need to focus on. This is so empowering, right? And it makes you a better leader because you can apply it for yourself, right? And generate much better results that the people that people will notice, but also you can teach it to other people. You can teach it to your kids. You can teach it to your team. You can teach it to your clients that you're, uh, that you're mentoring, right? So we'll make you a better leader, leader will make you more innovative and it will make the whole process less scary and more enjoyable. Because as I said, now you have a framework, you have, you have a process for these breakthroughs. All right. I hope this was super valuable for you. This is how I literally go through my process of growth every single time. Right now I'm tackling another big project. I was up last night in the middle of the night. I woke up and I started thinking about it and, and thinking about it through the process of the 4C. Got so excited. I fell right back asleep and dreamt about it. Right. So this is so powerful. It is so fun. I invite you to take some time to re-listen to the episode again and really think about what it is that you're working on currently. Is your commitment strong enough? If yes, have you must, you know, gathered the courage to do it? Are you in the phase where you're gaining capabilities or, you know, you're almost done and your confidence is built? Like place yourself in this framework and you'll know what the next steps are. All right. I love you so much. Have an amazing rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon. There you have it. If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. Also, the conversation continues and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right. So thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon.